Okay, good morning everybody. Manish here talking to you for Impact 24 by 7 podcast and I am so, so excited today. Okay, I'm going to introduce you to someone really special today. Okay, he is a TED speaker. Okay, that itself is a dream for so many people. All right. He is an author, that too not an author who self-published, he's an author who wrote a book along with Jack Canfield, The Chicken Soup for the Soul fame. Uh, he is a global conference speaker, he's a coach, he is uh, a public speaker and travels the world sharing his message, sharing his philosophy and inspiring people to really have a life of excellence. So let me introduce you to Mr. Rohit ROI Bassi. Hi, Rohit. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you, Manish. Thank you for having me on this uh, show. Pleasure is all mine. Pleasure is all mine. And I'm so excited, okay, to hear from you. One thing that intrigues me about you is that your name says Mr. Rohit ROI Bassi. Hmm. Is it Roy Bassi or is it because you talk on ROI, return on investment, wherever you go? Okay, so there's two sides to it. Um, from a, If you look at it from a business perspective, people understand what ROI is return on investment. Now, it doesn't start over there for me. At home, I'm called Roy, R-O-I, Roy. So, a couple, this was last day, I was sitting down and saying, look, I need to look at how I'm branded. And I realized, hold on a minute, my name is return on investment at home, R-O-I. So, I might as well use it with the way I do my, uh, with the way I brand myself and the way I talk to people and make people realize that ROI is not just that final number because that's what people look at is that mm. ROI, what's the number? But everyone forgets to get to that ROI. There's a lot of blood, blood sweat, experience, mm. failures happening in the background. Right. But people just look at that ROI. So my, my whole concept is about, yes, mm. we need that ROI. Mm. But what about everything else at the back which makes you get that ROI? So that's how it all came up. Amazing. And I'm sure it has helped in branding. It has helped in creating an image around you. It, it's, it certainly has assisted. Uh, some of my friends still like the old branding I had. Yeah. Uh, and they tend to have this uh, disagreement with me, which I say, look, I'm happy with this. I'm being very honest. This is what it is. So that's what I'm going to do. Keep doing. Awesome. Awesome. Tell me something about TED Talk. All right. I, I have spoken in front of audiences and uh, I have always aspired one day to be on a TED stage and to see you go up on TED stage and talk it was amazing how was the experience how did you land up getting there this that's a very interesting story but over eight years ago I had a student come to my workshop and I used to do a workshop and I still do that and some of my work is framed around that it's called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyways, a book by Dr. Susan Jeffers. And um, she'd come to the workshop. I didn't realize she was going through a lot of problems in her personal life. Six months later, she contacted me and she said, thank you very much. I said, why? She said to me, since I've been to your workshop, I've been able to move forward with my life. There's certain personal aspects which she was not happy at all with which is causing a lot of pain. Mm. She was not happy at work. She was not happy in her relationship. She was not happy with her family doings as well. And she managed to pass through those issues and was brighter, shining, much bolder. 
one of the most amazing things is she was very concerned about her weight. She came and saw me for a talk. Hmm. And uh, she comes up to me after the talk and says, Hi, Rohit. I'm saying, Hi. I didn't recognize her. She had literally trimmed down. And all she had to say is thank you to you. I remember certain times through the years, and still I haven't done the TED talk at mm. this moment. It's, and she would on occasion message me and say, you inspire me. Mm. I'm like, well, and then she said, you inspire me. I want to be like you. I was like, okay. You know, so it was like overwhelming for me when yeah. she was saying that to me. 2018 is when I did the TEDx talk. And I recall in 2017, this is December time. This is literally around Christmas. She messages me and says, would you like to be on the TED stage? And wow. I was like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I want to be on TED. Where, when? She goes, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just can't be on the TED stage. At my at the place where I am, we are doing a TEDx. Um, CCQ. Where was that? This was in Qatar. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk. We'll talk about that experience in a minute. <laughs> um, so I, I still remember. She's saying you need to fill this application form, and there's no guarantee that you will get the talk. But I want you to fill in the application form. Because I know people in there, at least I can help you get the application form somewhere. Mm. Or I'll do my best. Again, I can't guarantee anything mm. that they even look at the application right. form. I gave the application form. And uh, it was meant to happen in February 2018. And now it's in 2017, December. Yeah. They were meant to make a decision in, um, in January, first week of January. Second week of January, no response. I, I message her. She says, uh, there's been some delays. And then 2nd of Feb, which is my birthday, I open up my email at about 4.30, uh, 4.30, 5.30, and I get a message that my, my talk has been approved. Amazing. And it was now moved to March. And it, it was very, like next very month. Yeah, next month. So it's February 2nd, and then in March I had to do, do the talk. It was really strange just getting from here, from Dubai to Qatar, door-to-door uh, -to -door approximately nine hours, which it really shouldn't take with the... With the issues that were going we, on. We're going on. But still going there, people said, you're going to go to Qatar? And I said, yeah, it's, it's, I want to do this. Huh? They said, are you getting paid? I said, no, you don't get paid for TED. Yeah. You don't get paid for TED. It's... It's a platform where you share an idea. Even if one person listens to it, it's great. And it adds to your credibility immensely. It, absolutely. So it, it's, and Ted has this thing, which I've, I've picked up recently, is they don't like professional speakers to come on there. Hmm. They want people from the public. The genuine stories. Yeah. So I was very surprised they got me on there. And uh, last year I joined uh, a speakers association. It's global, so but I I joined the chapter in Singapore, uh, and I realized from there that a lot of the so-called professional speakers they have not been on a TED talk, so and I, they aspire to be there, and they aspire to be there, and a number of them started asking me, "How did you do it? How did you get there?" It's only because of the seeds which I sowed seven years ago and the, eight, over eight years ago with this lady saying, uh, helping around or serving her 
And I never knew this was going to happen. Comes. It, the universe just sent it to me out of nowhere. Amazing. That's how it And happened. these things can't be worked on many a time. You just got to add value, I believe, till, you know, something comes back tenfold. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. Over eight years ago, and she messages me, the lady, thank you for your help through the years. And then suddenly she says, I've got, would you like to come on a TED, TED stage? I'm like, yeah. It's like, I'll jump now. I don't care. <laughs> Anywhere in the yeah. world. I, I, I was in Vietnam at the moment. I said, I'll leave now. She said, no, 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 you don't. You have to wait. So th that was very, very interesting. So when I did the, after I'd done the talk, so I did my talk on the miracle of compassion. Right. And a number of business people and a number of uh, professional speakers, they who had asked, I asked them to listen to, to, the, to the talk. I found it very strange when they came back to me and they said, are you stupid to do a talk on compassion? No one cares about compassion. And, and why won't you... You know, this is after the talk. Yeah. Really? So I was at very, the venue itself. This is not at the venue. This is after the recording. People saw the recording. This is in Dubai, in the UK, in Singapore, different places where I know people through my business or yeah. through, through the Your network, circle, yeah. my circle. So I was very surprised that people thought compassion is a stupid thing. You know, they, they, their reaction was no one cares about compassion. It's all wishy-washy. So it, it came, it, it wasn't, I wasn't surprised. It was just like, wow, you know, compassion is a foundation of humans. You know, this, without compassion, we would not have the existence which we have now. People talk about survival of the fittest. I think it's more of compassion, which is kindness. And through kindness, we take care of each other. And that's how we evolve as humans. And it is possible to balance going after success and compassion together? I, I strongly feel it is. It's been proven as well. So when you listen to my, uh, my talk, the, the TED Talk, you will see in there I've got shown evidence that it is possible. You don't have to be ruthless. It's 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 a it's a simple thing, you know. Let's put it at a in a different, uh, slightly explain it different. One of the closest relationships most people have is with their mother. Mm. Your mother does things for you. Mm. There is love, but there's a lot of compassion involved in it. Right. And you can never measure that. Now, bring that to the business level. An example of this, for example, is there's an employee who's not doing great at your work. You help them, you coach them, you show them what can possibly, and they're still not doing what they are performing for whatever reason it is. But you have assisted them as much as you can. Now, this is the compassion part where it comes from a business perspective is you know it's not helping the business. You know it's not helping the team around you. So what do you do? You have to ask that person to leave the organization because you've given them that support. They just are not able fitting in. fitting in. It's not the right place for them to be. It's maybe they're better for something else. So this is where you have to show the compassion towards the team, the, the organization, yourself, and that individual. This is where compassionate leadership comes in. Absolutely. 
So it's, and, and the way you deal with them when you ask them to leave is not like get lost. You help them pass through that. Even to the point, if you look at it from a leadership perspective is, okay, show me your CV. I'm going to help you redo your CV. What we're gonna, and I'm going to send you. A, maybe put in a word for you. Exactly. You will see num most businesses are not interested in doing that. We don't have the time. They have their own responsibility. They have to do it themselves. So when a person lands up leading his life, balancing compassion at the same time success, all right, do you think, do you believe that it creates a certain energy aura around him to only make him grow further and expand further as a human being? Do you, do you believe in that concept of energy that an organization or a group of people create if they were living from compassion? Mm -hmm. So I, you use the word belief. I would say it's the knowing. I know the sun is going to rise. I know the sun is going to set down. Mm. I know it will rain sometimes. Mm. So there's a knowing. I don't need proof. Okay. And so, yes, there is an energy, whole concept of energy. So people talk about high vibration, low vibration in, in terms mm. of energy. Uh, some people think, well, a number think it's all wishy-washy. Mm. You look at everything is energy. This table has a certain amount of energy. This mm. mic, mm. you and me. And you resonate. Some energies you cannot resonate because you're not maybe on the same level. Right. And some you some you do. Look at the connection between you and I. Mm. We you sent me an email, then you connected with me uh, over the phone. Right. Within two weeks we're doing this. Right. I have had talks with other people. We're going for years and nothing happens. Mm. So there must be some kind of energy between you and me. There's a connection. Sure. A, we are resonating at certain level. And that's and where things are moving. Absolutely. Otherwise, they will not move. And this is where when we go into that frame of, you know, when we get rejected, mm. we have resentments, we have regrets, is because its energies are not meeting up together. Mm. You, you, you start reading about neuro, uh, neuroscience and there's a lot of data. And this is just on the surface. They approximately, at this moment in time, you and me are talking, mm. approximately 11 million memories, data, information happening in the unconscious or subconscious mind. Mm. That's 11 million. Mm. Consciously, mm. at this moment, mm. there's only about 15 bits. Okay. So it's, it's like the it's like it's like the metaphysics concept where you are just seeing one percent of what is happening, but ninety nine percent is not visible to you. Absolutely. Even though we are living this life, it's conscious over here, but most of it's happening somewhere else in us. Data memories are running in us, and consciously we have to do our best, as you've heard me sometimes say, mm. clean our BS. Mm. Belief systems audience. No, no, this audience is okay. You can say BS also means clean up your bullshit. Thank you, Manish. <laughs> this this audience is a matured one, so so we don't have to sanitize. Them, <laughs> you know, but uh, so so you believe in that, and and you know you also spoke in one of your talks about honopono, hopono, hopono. So I'll I'll pronounce. Yeah, please. I, I, o pono pono. It's H O O P O N O P O. N O Ho O Pono Pono. Yes. So can you talk a little bit about this? What I I remember Joe Vitali talking yeah. about him uh, talking about this in one of his books. He wrote a book also yes. around it. I've Zero read the book. Yeah. 
but yeah why is it important to you that you talk about it when you go up on stage like if you can just throw some light on it so before i heard about before joe vitali started talking about uh, ho'oponopono again this was about 8 or 9 years ago i didn't even know the existence of joe vitali but i saw i was looking at something called theta healing hmm. and this ho'oponopono came on the way and it was something which dr hugh lin trained joe vitali in it. and before that there was another student of of his called mabel katz and there many other students as well uh, she also i heard it through through that and then obviously joe vitali recently i started hearing about him now this thing which i spoke about the 11 million um bits bits information data mm. running is something i picked up from uh, dr hulin now he picked it up even further from a I, i can't remember the author's name it's i think it's the called the user's illusion is a book called the user's illusion and it talks about how we think which we, we are doing which we were discussing before yeah. right? about the tao that we think we're doing but we're being done right you know things are happening through us and there's certain things yes we are aware of 15 bits of information what about all the other millions of other information happening over there now ho'oponopono comes from hawaii and its focus is about everything which we do or everything which is happening in our lives is created by us which is very strange because it goes to the concept of saying which is you know which is very difficult to grasp because logically of the way we've been programmed and conditioned from a young age it just doesn't make sense to the fact you have come into my life or i've come into your mm. existence because we created it somehow or the other right now why we're doing it there's certain incidences which we just don't like right uh, so so called the problems the difficulties mm. and so forth those we have created ourselves as well so we need to clean it up mm. Joe Vitali talks about four statements and the four statements are simply which allow you to clean it up yeah which allow you to be in a particular state yes so you spoke about not having ego judgment right. that's where it allows you to go clean it okay have a white screen blank screen so you can get inspired to do whatever you need to do okay take whatever actions you need to do so Joe Vitali talks about four particular statements which come from Hoponopono the first one is i love you and people say why would i want to say you're not saying it to anyone mm. you're saying it to what's happening in you then you go on to say please forgive me please forgive me comes to the point where you know when you're having those so-called words which we define as negative mm. those words which we define as being dis- depressing mm. to those i'm saying please forgive me i was i didn't realize all of this was happening in me mm. you know all these feelings were happening mm. with me and then you say thank you thank you meaning thank you for showing this to me to do something about it this is you talking to yourself yeah this is it and then you know you 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 basically uh, you, you go through this process and you start realizing a number of things so it it starts you know say i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i, I love, love you. you four statements now when you listen to mabel cuts who who originally started after Uh, she asked permission from Dr. Hulin that she wants to go around tell people about it 
she she was taught on and from what I've heard from her interviews is she was taught thank you is more than enough so something happens let's say I, I slap you mm. okay <laughs> your reaction could be you'll beat the hell out of yeah. me yeah what they say is you just need to say thank you because thank you for it happening it's for happening because I must have done something or this must be a trigger which allowed created this now, this is far fetched sometimes i can't even grasp for it but people because in that moment heat of the moment exactly and this is way the if you look at from a brain perspective when if i slap you your automatic reaction is the reptile brain is going to either defend or attack right yeah. now this is saying you know get your conscious to realize stop that's what it's doing now the, there's this is just some of the this is just the four statements in Hopopona. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you. If something great happens, you don't have to say, I'm sorry, please, please forgive me. You can just say thank you, I love you for, for that to happen. Right. Raises the vibration. It's about raising that energy level. And if you do that daily, the reptile brain slowly becomes ineffective. It calms down. See, we need yeah. the reptile brain as well because reptile brain helps us survive. So all the so our heart beating, our breathing, whatever's happening or mm. danger happening, the reptile brain is looking after that. Right. We need that. But it's those moments where the reptile brain can get... <sighs> Which could harm you. Exactly, harm you and someone else. So, so to keep it calm. So people could define it. It's a kind of mindfulness or meditation. Right. It's, it's entirely up to you. You can label it oranges, pears, it doesn't matter. Whatever you can relate to. So, for example, you asked me the question, you know, how would you like to be introduced? And I, I'm sure you looked at Nance and said, this guy's a bit of a weirdo. People label each other mm. unnecessarily, but we're mm. not labels. So if I was to put a label on myself, mm. I'll just say, call me compassionate. That's it. Mm. Yeah? So, again, we can label things. But when you start going into this realm of looking at energy, be it Ho'oponopono, be it mindfulness meditation I, 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 there's another doctor who's taught me who's based in dubai dr sego ramesh we we do something called the solution okay and again it's all about we got too much thoughts going on you know those 11 million things like the garbage the garbage calm down unless you're not calmed down unless you're not grounded it's you won't be able to you'll never be fulfilled Actually, you won't be fulfilled and you won't be able to be productive in your existence. So when, when you look at the solution and I take elements from this into the workshops or the talks which I do, which are in the corporate world, mm. and I blend it in so that they could have a better understanding of what's going on. So yeah. I, I teach people to become better speakers, for example. Okay. And I take things from, let's say, the solution. Mm. While you're performing, while you're in front of mm. uh, the people and you a fear sets in you or you get scared, mm. what's the quickest way to ground yourself? Mm. Now, you can't go and they say, hold on one minute, audience. Oh, mm. yeah. You can't. can't. So there's other ways to do it. Okay. Yeah? And that's what I show them and, and they see it. I've had um, people, certain directors who have coached and these, uh, and this is across some of the big organizations over here in Dubai. And you'll, 
they come to me for a simple reason. They're great. They're, the charisma is amazing. Right. And performers and achievers. Achievers. But why are they coming to me? Because I'm able to assist them, serve them in becoming better at becoming a speaker, handling meetings better, or handling those conflict situations. Better. Right. So I show them from a scientific perspective, behavior perspective, and from a inner perspective, how to manage yourself better, how to be grounded in those situations. And Ho'oponopono Pono is one tool which if someone does on a daily basis, it makes him absolutely a wholesome... There's so many different tools. So you spoke about health. Right. Health is a tool as well. Right. Yeah? If you're not going to take care of your health, right. something's going to bound to... Wrong's going to bound to happen to you. So take care of your health. You, simple. Are you drinking plenty of water? Hmm. They're small things. Sure. They're all but taken healthy, for granted. But taken for granted. It's it's if you look at it, if you look at any of the ancient wisdom. And not sweetened water, flavored water, strawberry flavored water. Exactly. You know? You know, in being in Dubai you see so many fats, strawberry flavored <laughs> water and whatnot. Yeah. Like for example, you've got the vegan fat going on. Mm. How long will it last? I don't know. But being a vegan for some people, it's great. For some people, it's not right. great. Some people don't understand the concept. Some say it's total BS. Right. You do whatever works for you. So what works for you? So for you to move around the world, travel, speak, mm. engagements, corporate assignments. Mm. So can you share with me few things you do on a daily basis, all right, which is keeping your health in check in terms of the food you eat, if I mm. was to ask you, all right, mm. what is it that what is what is the kind of food that you prefer to eat and prefer to avoid completely? So uh, I tend to go through these phases, and my, my health-wise, I always mess up. I go through these phases where I'm really, uh, I get on my bicycle, I go for my bike ride. Uh, I'm I'm, I would eat stuff which is unhealthy, mm. but it would be in a very limit, so I can just get the taste of it, savor it. Mm. And then there are times I I completely go off the. Un unleashed unleashed and I'm so at the moment I put on weight and yeah. I know why it is so my my my, my inside I'm saying oh, come on yeah. you, know, you, you gotta what are you doing yeah so so I'm not making myself feel before I used to make myself feel guilty now I'm saying guilt's not gonna work because you're gonna go through the same process right, right. you gotta find a lifestyle which is suitable to the way you do things right that's that's what it so for me a simple thing is drinking plenty of water okay yeah. even if you're not exercising at least get 20 minutes of walk and you do that daily is it i tend to do my best to do that if not walking i just move walk around. around move around in my garden or just go down the road just some kind of movement right. is very important okay it increase the number of vegetables and uh, fruits in your diet i'm a vegetarian right and so i used to be a meat eater at one time but i stopped i just don't feel comfortable eating meat anymore it just didn't feel right for me same so, for me i stopped non-vegetarian in yeah. jan everyone Four has months their, i've been vegetarian yeah you know, some people say oh it's for religious reasons it's for okay you want to call it religious you want to call it call... i just didn't feel like it why do you have to label it i just didn't feel like it that's it Right. Yeah. But for, for vegetarians, one thing always comes up, you know, protein intake is 
options are lesser. Yeah. So what does your protein go to? Like, do you have a, a protein go to? Do you do you look at food that way that I got to have decent amount of protein also? I I do look at. I'm it. asking this purely because Impact Twenty Four Seven podcast would we would audiences would also love to hear the food, the routines. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm asking you this. From a food perspective, is I've got some crazy f- health freaks in my family. So they know I, I'm very, they, they think I'm very stubborn because I don't even take protein powder. Okay. So they basically say, okay, these are the vegetables and fruits. You need to have a lot of those in your diet. Okay. And that's what I do. Um, if you look at now, even some of the protein powders, which are, they're plant-based now. Right. Which yes. are coming out. So yes. uh, then you have these weight trainers or weight lifters or the showmen who sh- you, you, you're hearing a number of them are vegetarian. Yes. yes. Where are they getting their protein? And a number of them are not taking powder. Right. So, even animals, they have plants. Yeah. So, even this is, this is interesting. I went to a yoga session many years ago. And the guy said, Notice when a, when a lion goes and attacks its prey, the first thing it is opens the stump. Why? Because that's where, because these animals, they eat a lot of vegetation. They want to first eat the vegetation from the stomach. Wow. I've never heard that. So I was like, wow. So next time you notice that, and I noticed that in a lot of the documentaries, that's what they're doing. Okay. And then they'll start eating the rest of whatever is required, but they need that. Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's industries out there who want to make their money from X, Y, and Z. Right. And they're programming you in a certain way. They're programming you, conditioning you in a certain way. What my teacher, Dr. Segura Mish, always said is, seek your own truth. You know from your experience what works for you, what doesn't work for you. We all are unique. We all are part of one source, but at the same time, we're unique. Right. We have certain talents or the certain way we're formed. So... It's all trial and error. So, you, you know, when you land up doing the trial and error or you seek your truth, even when food comes, do you go by intuition on this? Like you follow your heart even when food comes. Like if you don't have a routine, mm. or like is, is, it, is it that you are at peace enough to hear yourself if it says go ahead or stop? To a certain extent, yes. I See, again... We live in a time where we are, our brain is we more on the intellect than the heart. Yeah. We're conditioned in such a way from a very young age. Yeah. So we always want the uh, research factor. Right. I do my research. I'm not going to say I don't do my research. And then there's certain times I do the research and I say, doesn't make any sense to me. I'm just going to do what the heart says or what my stomach is saying. At that moment. <laughs> At that moment. Again, consistency is required, commitment is required. Right. If commitment is not there, or you don't have that strong inspiration to do it, it's not going to last for long. I see a lot of people around me smoke, and they say they won't give up smoking, mm. and they give up smoking. One week, a couple of months later, they're back on the... Uh, no, 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 uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. The number of just excuses or justifications just come out. It's not the time to do it. 
simple as that right when they because internally it's not there 100% but when there is 100% in anything you do you will do you will do it you don't even have to do it you just it just happens because it comes from inside when you put a lot of effort a lot of push into it it's a struggle but when inside it's 100% there right no matter how bad the situation you keep going on doesn't matter if it's your health your relationship your work so if things are not working i'm going to keep on going because i'm committed to this so so is there a particular routine you're committed to like if i was to ask you what is your first 1 hour routine okay my first 1 hour routine so they call it golden hour some yes. people call it um for me it's very very simple i get up there are occasions where i go straight to the mobile bad rohit not good <laughs> um so as many high performers would say yeah, it's a, it's a bad habit yeah. it is actually a very terrible habit so i do my best in that 1 hour to avoid performing Okay. I might look at it for the time. Yeah, that's about it. Otherwise, for the first 1 hour, keep it as sun. I'll wake up, go downstairs, have my glass of water, walk around in the grass, sit down, and I would just be grateful for what I have. Mm. and being grateful is very tough when you're going through very difficult issues or or you you have created so the dealing with fires yeah. yeah so that's that's very difficult that, because no one from a young age has conditioned you to be grateful for everything you have right. in life i think it all starts when you're young condition the young ones to be grateful in the so-called tough situation in, in the so-called wonderful situations hmm. So one of the first things which I like I said go down have water walk the garden I'll sit down and I will just be grateful so for what I have. So is there a is there a exercise you do for expressing your gratitude do you write down three or five to, things you're grateful so for? So this, this is very interesting you said you brought that up. I got into this thing of I would first write down nine things which I'm grateful for. Hmm. then uh I, i would recite you know a certain prayer and then i would do the hopopono hopopono that's what i'll do this is all while you're stationed at one place not necessary you could be moving around. i could be moving around as well mm-hmm. although i would recommend station in one place is better um so even if i'm cooking okay yeah, i'll start doing that I've stopped doing writing it down. I just now just sit. I just walk the garden all the while I'm making my oats. Okay. Um it's recently I've st- I mean I get I got into a phase of writing, but then I started thinking it's too much programming, too much conditioned. Okay. Uh what it, it came to a point where I was saying to myself, you're just doing it. You know? as it's mechanical mechanical you have to f- be natural at it so for me i had to stop writing and so you do it while on the go while on the go okay so now while i'm talking but you do you, it there's not yeah, a single day you don't do there's it there's no so my routine doesn't just stop that one hour now for example i'm having a conversation with you or i'm driving down 
in the back of my mind, I and so I'm, I'm, I'm very much connected to this Ho'oponopono. I do that. It's it's running. Okay. It's running. So things are clean for me. And it definitely helps. It's, it certainly helps. I tend to get the doctors have in the past said it's headaches. Mm. But its eyes are burning and mm. when the eyes are burning you start feeling the pain all around and it, right. you start thinking it's a headache. But I know it's the eyes. And in the past I went to doctors and started saying this, this about a couple of years ago, it's migraines, it's migraines. They wanted me to go into medicine. I didn't go into medicine. At the time I was not doing Ho'oponopono. And um, I looked at alternatives. That's when I met uh, Dr. Segu Ramesh. I started doing the solution. It assisted me. Hmm. He He's the one who told me, you know, he said to me, Beta, start moving, even if you have to move 20 minutes. He's a hmm. doctor. Hmm. So you've got to get the endorphins moving. You know, just 20 minutes. Right. Just move a little bit. I know you understand it, but something is stopping from you doing it. Hmm. So just walk slow if you have to do it. Just give it a go. Okay. I started doing it. And that's when I started getting to... That's when I... A couple of weeks later, I got I bought a bike and started riding a bicycle, and that's what I started doing. It had its effects, and and the first one, uh, the way you do it, definitely has a bearing on your next twenty three hours. It 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 helps. Okay. I don't think it's you know that one hour is is it because you have to make it a lifestyle. Because you could fall out of that zone. Yes. So you have to constantly go do it through the, and that's why the hopopono keeps on playing in the back of my mind. Okay. It's simple now. For example, um, in Dubai, when people are driving, they cut you. I had a habit of. Ah! Hmm. I had my friend Arjunaya, uh, who I do a lot of work with as well. He goes to me, oh, you know what? I've realized something about him. He gets so upset when these. Hmm. Yeah, and he said he talks about in Buddhism, it's about cause and effect. Uh. Again, you create, you're creating your reality. Yeah. Next time this happens, how about just staying calm and saying something which will chill you out? Because they can't hear you scream and shout. Okay. I started to say, if it would happen, I started saying, God bless. And then I I did Reiki. And even in Reiki, uh, they talk about any incident which happens with you, it's a contract you've signed with the other person. Mm. Even you don't know it, right. that's what they, you've done. And I was like, okay. And the whole thing about the God bless got even more. What I noticed, this was, this was about uh, four or five years ago this all started. What I noticed, as soon as I started doing that, less of these incidences happened in my life. Less of it happens now. You, now, I do that, or sometimes it's like, sometimes I'm really like on a... Mm. I'll say, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Because I'm getting the anger. I'm getting angry inside me. And that's altering the environment around you. And that alters it. So I need to do something about me. I need to do the transformation here. I'm not able to control outside. At least I can manage certain part of me, even if it's 15 bits of information. Right. But I want do the best to use it. I fall off the track. I have to go back on the track. So I that one hour certainly helps. Okay. I'm not I so most people say I've done my one hour, it should be great. 
lot about bollocks. You have to learn to go through the day doing that. Whatever works for you. Hmm. Whatever works for you, you have to stay grounded. Whatever works for you. There's no, this is the only tool or that is the to use a tool which you feel connected to, right. you feel resonated to, wherever you can apply it, apply it. So that's a morning routine or a morning thing yeah. you do. Is there a night routine before you go to sleep? Night, night routine is, is the main thing which I do is night being thankful. Again, basically you end, start your day with gratitude, end your day end with gratitude. End my day with gratitude. It, it is, everything is a gratitude. So recently I was, um, um, a client called me up saying, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. We can only give you half of the project. I was like, okay, and what's yeah. the reason why, what, what's the reason for not giving the full project? It was a female uh, initiative program. And she said, look, um, the head office in Europe has called us and said, because it's a female initiative program, only the f a female has to lead it. They have to deliver the sessions. So we can't have a man leading it because a man doesn't understand how a woman, yeah, what a woman through. goes through. At that particular point, I was like, you know, you can feel mm. it. And then I just said, there must be a reason. Thank you for this. At mm. least I'm getting something. Yeah. And I say, thank you. I just went into a mode mm. of thank you and I mm. calmed myself down. Internally, I calmed myself down. Now, the lady who I was talking to, she put her foot down with Europe saying, I want him, I want Rohit. You want to give the rest to anyone, any woman, mm. you give it. But I, he is the one who's going to help them become better speakers, better mm. presenters. It's not going to go to anyone. Mm. That's my only thing if you're going to make this happen. Mm. And they agreed on that. Because she's seen me in action. She's seen my videos. She's seen I've, I've taught the team in the past. So she, she, she feels most comfortable for me to do it. And she goes and sees all the big speakers and so forth. Right. But she resonates with you. But she resonates with me. So and I'm sure there's always something to be grateful for. There is. There if is. you end your day with that thought... You send the right vibration out. Look, look at it this way. We're in Dubai. I mean, I'm just talking about Dubai. We're in a very good position. We, we have a house over... We, we have a roof over our head. Mm. We get our water. We get mm. our food. Mm. Okay. What are we crying about? Luxuries? Mm. The people who don't even get water during the day. Yeah. yeah? So we are truly, truly blessed. I was, and which people have a tendency not to know or not to notice or not to realize how blessed they are so consciously if you want to use those 15 bits how about using them for that mm. yeah? use that power to say be grateful for what you have which you are yeah. which one is which you know so I was in um, I went to Afghanistan mm. I did a workshop over there I was there for I did a stint of about a month in mm. and and on my last stint when I was coming back to Dubai, I had a workshop with one of the big organizations mm. over here. And um, there's a certain way I like my room to be set mm. up. In one of the big hotels over here, I, one of the brands over here, I asked them the room needs to be set up like this. And they refused to do it, saying that we don't have the resources. And I was so surprised because in Afghanistan, the company where I went to do these wor wor workshops, it's tough. It, it, you know, in, in a war-torn zone, you're going there and you're going to do work in a cabin, one of those portable cabins. 
they arranged the best possible way for me to do my session. Because I saw, okay, I can't do my normal setup. What's the best way? I asked them and mm. they said, yeah, we'll do it. Mm. Now, I was so surprised that these people were able to do it. While this particular brand had the resources, they refused to do it. Their excuse was, we don't have the resources. Mm. And I was like, I use you on a regular basis. Right. When did you not stop, when did you stop having the resources? So, you know, you look at Afghanistan where things are tough. Right. And you've got Dubai where you've literally got everything. Don't come with excuses, you know. So I didn't, initially I was getting a bit angry. This was a couple of years ago. I was not really doing Ho'oponopono. I didn't have a solution as well. I used to just say, <laughs> I, used to, so I just said, calm down. I had to literally say to myself, calm down. They're living in a different world and you're you're coming from a different world. You can't do anything about it. Okay. So that's what happened in that particular incident. I guess, I guess it's sometimes, you know, we go to these places like Afghanistan, Bhutan and all people seem to be more happier, you know, yeah. than many times people in Dubai because everything's going on and you still don't realize it. We don't, we don't realize how lucky we are to be in the place we are. But tell me, you know, do you believe in this dictum where it says everything's going to work out? Like, you know, like having this thought process that it's all going to work out. Because when you say calm down, calm down would slow you, calm down would make you relax right now. Yeah. But to move ahead, alright, you need a certain school of thought or a certain philosophy that makes you move ahead in spite of all the resistance or challenges you're going through. So do you, do you, do you have a philosophy that you live by that makes you move ahead? Um, is it a philosophy? I don't know. I, 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 I've had a lot of failures. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm very open about it. Most people in my profession will not be open about it. It's all the who, ha, 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 ha. The perception. You know? And I'm at the moment, I'm going through certain failures. I'm still here. Sure. I could have said, no, Manish, I can't do it. I'm depressed. No. Right. I got up. I said, arrange the time. Let's do it. Right. You know? It'll help someone out there. It'll serve someone out there. It helps me as well. It gets me out of gets me moving right everything which we do or what we do happens for a reason sometimes we are unable to see that reason it's only time tells us mm. why that happened and sometimes it takes quite a lot of time there's this recent story I, I read about um, I heard it uh, I can't remember where I heard it where there's this in Africa, there's a king, mm. and he has his best friend, uh, and extremely, extremely like, oh, that's good. Everything is that's good, that's good. Mm. So one fine day, they are going for, uh, they went go for a hunt, mm. and an incident happened where because of the friend, the king's thumb got cut, mm. and the king is really upset. And the friend looks at the hand and goes, that's good. King gets more upset, throws him into jail. Right. He's in jail. He's been there for God knows month or year. 
the king goes out on his usual spree of you know hunting and at one particular incidence cannibals catch him and they getting him prepared for the meal yeah. and then they notice the king's thumb is missing they let him go because in their culture they believe it has to be the whole body right. they can't eat them and so they let him go and the king was like wow thank god he goes back gets his friend out of jail he said guess what you know because of my thumb being cut hmm. today my life was saved thank you I understand what you mean that's yeah. good and he turns around and he says oh that's good and he goes what do you mean that's good he goes imagine if your thumb had not been cut off and I had been with you on this hunt then I would have been both of us would have been eaten up now yeah. Yeah, so everything happens for a reason we're unable to see it so when you relate it back to things like Hopopono or the solution or any kind of meditation they all talk about that only there's a reason why things happen. There's, you create your reality. And the conscious mind is not able to see it. But the unconscious mind, because of all the data and the programming is going, it has to be cleaned up. So at least consciously be grateful. Even when I was talking to one of my mentors, and I asked him, what is that one thing, hmm. you know, one thing you would like to tell, you know, people who are in business or have are in jobs or are, are, are trying to be you know, striving to be an entrepreneur he said be grateful have gratitude and all of this is about gratitude business fails brands come down things happen in life relationships break at that time and this will happen to everyone some or the other failure will happen to everyone and in those times, you can be grateful. It, 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 it's a wonderful thing to be in that notion. Even in my personal life, if you look at with, with the family I am, um, my, one, my closest and dearest, in the time of when they had no money, you know what? They were still very happy. They did not see happiness equated to money they just saw stay happy and now if you look at the whole family amazing it's amazing it's all energy it's, it's yeah, all energy. abundance it's it, abundance things will happen we do feel down we feel do do feel so-called the world people i'm feeling depressed yeah yeah oh i i didn't get the iphone x oh i didn't get x and y z another phone will come that that's a guaranteed way to be unhappy for the rest of yeah. your life. It's it's all all based on possession of material. There's materials which help us. Right. You know, like without this iPhone, without this mic, without this, it's difficult to do this podcast. Right. It's gonna and share our message. But as a tool, as a tool, instead of it being a you know a, a star on my absolutely, it's an attachment. Yeah. Now, now for example, you spoke about being TEDx and doing mm. the and doing the book. I don't use it as throwing it around, I'm this and this. Right. I'm just here to serve. This is what I've done. This is my credibility, my visibility. See if I can assist you. And there's, there's a lot of times people don't want to work with me. I'm like, okay. Energy is not working. Yes, you get upset because sometimes you mm -hmm. feel like, I really want this, I really want this. Yeah. 
and it doesn't happen, you get upset. It happens. It, it's the attachment. So now even if you look at Buddhism... So, or, so you say, in fact, in this, that, you know, you've learned a lot from Sikh gurus. So you yeah. mentioned the Sikh gurus. The Sikh gurus, yeah. So The ten gurus. Yeah. Uh, you know, can you share what is your learning from... Because you said the book... Uh, that you'd love to give the most is from the Sikh gurus. Yeah, the Guru Granth Sahib. Okay. So if you look at it... Like you read the whole... I have read most of it, you okay. know. And there's an English translation. There's an English translation to it. You, you remember the name of the book? Uh, Guru Granth Sahib. The Guru Granth Sahib. In English? Sahib. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's called the Guru Granth Sahib. So if you look at the Sikh uh, faith, it it's a very... Nowadays you see it related to... Uh, the swords and everything and then you've got the other part which is the langar people going mm. to Gurdwara being mm. or the temple here at the same level mm. but if you look at the root of it and how Guru Nanakji started it all about compassion and you see through all the ten gurus it's all about compassion mm. okay so you got that you you look at the other faiths around the world you will see compassion coming through Forget about faith. If you look at Nelson Mandela as a big, big example. Mm. He was behind bars for so many years. 27 years. Yeah. He could have come out and he could have been a, in a bitter man and gone to violence. Did he do that? There was that compassion in him which said, no, that's not going to work. Like I loved it, the movie. All right, if you see the movie. I haven't um, seen it, but I'm going to watch it. Mandela. Yeah. There's such a beautiful scene. He comes out of the... Uh, you know, jail after mm. 27 years. And he is, knows, he's been told his wife is provoking the blacks who kill the white. Yeah. Goes to his wife and it's so beautifully shown in the movie. All right? It's one of the best scenes I've ever seen. He tells her that, I love you, but you've gone a long way ahead on your path. I'll go, I'll go on my path. Yeah. All right? But I wish you all the best. Nothing. No taunting, no Nothing. judging. Walks away. And, and that's what compassion allows you to do. You look at... And that's what comes also from the Sikh Guru. You see that. You see that coming through that as well. You look at, for example, um, Martha Luther King. Mm. An amazing... I mean, of, of the works which I've read and one of the interviews which I was listening to one of her, his relatives, Malcolm... Uh, sorry, Martha Luther King always used to say, forget all the bad which people have done to you. It's not worth it. You know, just on those lines he used mm. to say, it's not worth it. You were the bishop also, right? Yeah. Then if you look at another, if you look at the history, is in, people more relate to these names now. There's this Malcolm X. If you look at his story and the way he ended up. And he was also shot dead. Yeah, but you, he started off on that violent streak and suddenly yeah. what happened? They don't want to do anything with violence. They want something to be done peacefully right. and they know it's possible. You, you look at any place in the world, any country, Wherever there is tyranny, wherever there is, even if it's for 100, 200, thousand of years, when it collapses, it really collapses really badly because the compassion is completely lost now. Mm. History has shown that again. Unfortunately, as humans, we don't, we're not, ev our evolution is not mm. that great because we repeat the same things again and again. Right. When history has taught us so much and yet we're not able to do it. You look at what we're doing to the planet. In many ways, we're killing the planet, but in fact, we're killing the human race. The, we will die. Humans will, you know, let's, let, let's take an extreme mm. example. 
humans will completely die. Hmm. The planet's still going to be here and it's going to grow and it's flourish again. Billions of years. So yeah. rather than saying save the planet, save humans, and that means to take care of your mother, motherland. So compassion got to be not only for people, for everything for around. Everything around you. Have compassion for everything around. It's not googly, googly goog. It, it, is, it is kindness. It is care. That's what it is. And I guess that's why your pillar content always has been it, because you believe in it. Yeah. You, 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 I've you, seen you it stand happen. for it and that's, I, I've you seen live it. by it. Yeah, I've seen it happen in my life. 2004, I was going through a terrible time and I had a choice either to be bitter or look at life in a different way. And that's where the book, uh, uh, The Art of Happiness, just came out of in, into my life. And that's when I... You know, the, I knew the word compassion existed, but when I went through it, you know, it spoke about people want to be happy, they want to have joy. You know? And the sweetest emotion you can give yourself or anyone else is love. But until you don't have compassion, all of these things will not sustain for themselves. You have to start from that kind and careness side of things. That, that's, that's all where it all started, in many ways started for me on that point. Now, I'm not saying there are times I am bitter as well. I'm no saint. But you bounce back fast. I bounce back. I learn to bounce again and again and again. It's because there's a certain commitment I have for myself that this is the path I've taken. And I, I will stick to it. Awesome. Awesome. Last two questions I yeah. want to ask you. It's been lovely. And to end it, what I want to ask you is, what would be a quote, if you could put a quote in the middle of Sheikh Zayed, which everyone could watch? <laughs> What would it be and why? Okay, look, I, like I told you, um, there's so many quotes that inspire you. Um, I wouldn't put anything up there. I really wouldn't. I, all, I, all I would say is, people, you got to seek your own truth. So you might want to put seek your own truth. Maybe, you know, you could say that. Seek your own truth. There are certain experiences that happen in your life which only you can understand. No matter how much uh, I understand. No, it's you. It's happened to you. Yeah, so it's your truth. Right. The way I look at it is, you know, when we look at it is, let's say you like biryani, and I like biryani. Biryani requires a certain number of ingredients mm. in it. But it's not necessary the type of biryani and the type of ingredients you like in it, mm. I will like the same as well. So that's your own unique truth and my own unique truth of what's happening. But at the end of the day, it's up to me to decide what's going to go into my biryani. Yeah. You may like a lot of chilies and I don't like chilies. I'm a vegetarian. Okay, you're converting. You're a vegetarian now. So it's a different, different thing. So you have to, for me, it's, yeah, I would say is. Seek your own truth. Seek your own truth. You will see people blasting across their philosophies and their concepts and all that. There's, there's absolutely everything great to listen to them. But it, if it doesn't resonate with you. Move on. Move on. You will only learn something. You will learn, it doesn't work for me. I'll find something which will work for me. Or something which will just happen. You go through the centuries and everything, even now, it's the same thing being repeated. Just packaged differently. Packaged differently. Now, are you Nothing's doing... Nothing's changed. Yeah. Human beings are still the same. Yeah. yeah. We still have wars. We still have famine. We're still killing we each other. We still have emotions. We still have people to take care of. Yeah. Yeah. So it just happens again and again. Now, some of these people take this packaging and monetize on it. Some people look at it using to serve others and they think and they believe and they feel that 
by serving that's where they will get the most out of things while other have a different part of materialism to its own yeah. yeah each to its own you but so when you say seek it means is be open to like you got to be a little evolved in a way to seek instead of just fitting into society and just going uh, along with it without see so society exists so i, I why, what i'm asking you is it when you say uh, seek the truth are you trying to say experience be open to experiences yes. be open to experience if if you define something as a bad experience okay it's a bad experience for you it is maybe for another person it's not hmm. that's your truth you've said but through the years you may realize that was not a bad experience it was the greatest learning you've ever had and wow thank you for that it evolves it develops into something else right. now again with so much uh information is bombarded especially with social media everything at such a fast rate there's too much things happening that we don't have a time to sit alone people don't like to be alone hmm. they think being alone is being lonely no it's no, not absolutely not uh, but people are scared pick up the phone look at it do this do that watch tv what that people find it to sit for 30 seconds just sit thoughts will still keep on going on you look in the business senses is is that it's all about okay business is all about you know developing that money you know creating that money for me business is i do agree money you think for me it's more of a serving you balance both in a way there are times you know i'm also learning commercially on things now i say no i'm not going to do this because it's I've got family members to feed. I've got certain initiatives I do for community which come through the business. If I start saying to business where, you know, which it doesn't equate to a good commercial sense, I've learned and I'm getting better at it saying there's a fee associated to it. But all this also is through your seeking of the yeah. what will yeah. balance. But be willing to move. Yes, move. You're like that's a that's a lovely Bruce, Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yes. Be water my friend. <laughs> exactly. You almost look like Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a bald Bruce Lee. Okay, uh so Rohit, which would be a book you would love to recommend the most? Um if the readers were to, you know, get a taste of what you're saying, which one would you recommend? Okay, so there's a couple of books which I would recommend which have uh assisted me. Mm-hmm. the one which recently which i looked at is the uh, the solution uh, this is uh, it's called the awakening it's by dr seguru mesh wonderful book it has a practical exercise on how you get yourself grounded okay how you get your intentions out there uh, that's one book another book which i find very interesting is feel the fear and do it anyways by dr susan jeffers an amazing book which breaks away from a lot of the other stuff which you see on so called self help she's now talking about and she 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 wrote this stuff where people would not at that time when people were not really into looking at vibrations and energies and your higher existence and she's a doctor as well i'm talking about two doctors right writing stuff uh the reason i'm recommending these books is because firstly they have definitely served me 
Secondly, people are conditioned to look at intellect people. So you've got two doctors. So the context is there for them to listen to. Listen, why is a doctor saying this? Yeah. So feel the fear and do it anyways and the awakening. Yeah. So that, that the Awakening by Dr. Segu Ramesh and Feel the Fear is Dr. Susan Jeffers. Those are the two main books which uh, I would strongly recommend. Um, there's another book which is Happiness Now. Robert Holden. I think he's a doctor as well. I'm not quite sure. So you clearly read books written by doctors. The reason why I read this is because I find it very strange because most of the doctors out there, most of the, many of the doctors, I won't say most, many doctors uh, tend to say it's all wishy-washy, cock, yeah. cock and ball. Now you've got these doctors who've got years of experience who's saying this to me. It's like, where are they coming from? And I tend to read, I, re, I used to read management books. I've literally stopped doing that. I read more on uh, spirituality or quantum physics kind of things on those mm. bases. That's what I tend to read or watch videos on that. Because they, they make it very, it's very interesting how they say it because then you go to no, they come from a different place. It's they not come, a helicopter view. Yeah. They they, they they just go into the deepness of it. You know, start from here, right? So it's words I view and then slowly, slowly take you, take you, take you. And you're like, where the hell am I now? Like I'm reading Joe Dispenza yeah. in Supernatural. He's phenomenal. Look at him. Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenza. They're fantastic. Quantum physics, spirituality. They're phenomenal. And look at them when they're doing them. When all the exercise they do is based on meditation. Yeah. I, I did Joe Dispenza's meditation in yeah. uh, Bonn. He recently did an yeah. online seminar for 60 euros. But it was fantastic. But yes, I, I love listening to him because he's so scientific about that. And that's what you like to yeah, so, so So there's a lot of sharing we can do yeah. on that. So the reason why I do that is because when some people turn around and say this is gobbledygook, I say, oh, hold on a minute. I know there's a knowing inside me. But because you are the under individual and like you, I have been also conditioned, mm. but only to realize this conditioning messes you up mm. as well. Here are some doctors. Listen to them. Listen to them. I'm nobody. I'm just a messenger. I'm just a messenger. Yeah. Super. That's it. Super. And any documentary movie you'd love to recommend? Um, that has touched you. You see, there's some videos of Dr. Hewlin on YouTube. Go out there and search for him. Hewlin. H-E-W-L-I-N. L-E-N. Hewlin. I can't pronounce his first name. It's, it's E-H-A-K-A-L-A-K-A. Hewlin. So, but if people write Hewlin, H-E-W-L-E-N, they'll see. You'll listen to him and sometimes you say, he's a doctor, really? Because people say to him something, he says, Clean your trash. That's literally what he says. Clean your trash. And go, yeah. Did you know it was raining there yesterday? And like, he didn't answer my question. So, but when you start reading, listening to more of his videos, you start realizing, ah, now I see what he's doing. He's, he's assisting you to clean your BS. That's what he's doing. I'm going to listen to him today, man. I'm going to listen. listen. I mean, if, if you read about his story, it's claimed that he helped heal uh, a psychiatric ward uh, who were hardened criminals 
a lot of them were released from that ward and moved into other wards or were also released into life. Now, some people say that it's, it's a lie, it, that story is lie, but then the other records which show, yes, it's true. Yeah. I don't know. Joe Dispenza is doing it now. Yeah. yeah so it, come on, you go to the Far East, India, you hear these incidences happening where people have helped. There's so much out there which can assist us. I'm not talking about business, I'm talking about as a life, as a whole. Mm. People make, you know, work, 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 business, business, business. But that's a part of life. Not life. It's not life. It's a part of life. You've got family. You've got friends. You've got hobbies. You may not, you, know, you may not be an extrovert, so what? But you still can make your own life beautiful with what you have. Seek the truth. Seek the truth. <laughs> Seek your truth. So, Rohit, it's been fantastic, okay, to have you for podcast has been phenomenal i've learned so much and i definitely you know look forward to have this association this friendship going and i wish you the well i wish you well i wish you the best thank you you know that life has to offer and uh, if people want to reach you where do you think they can connect with so you? they can connect me through my email which is roi at roitalks.com there is my website, which is roitalks.com. There I've got, over there you'll see my YouTube links, Instagram. Um, I can give them my phone number as well. I will put it up on the show notes yeah. when I put up the podcast. So you can give that as well. So, And on Instagram, what's your handle? Uh, Instagram is roitalks.com. I'm not, uh, no. roitalks, basically that's what it is. I'm not a Facebook fan. Okay. Um, now you'll but see, on LinkedIn. In LinkedIn, you'll see, you just look for Rohit. R.Y. Basi, you'll see me. There's only one existing over there with that. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm over sure. there. Uh, my YouTube, you'll see, it says, I am in learning one. That was my old branding, in learning. Okay. So that's why people will see slight difference over there. I mean, because it already had certain number of followers and a lot of videos. So you've kept it. I've just kept it. That's it. There is a time where I'm going to convert it because YouTube does allow you to change the name. Okay. It's going to happen maybe... This coming year or so in learning in YouTube ROI talks on Insta everywhere else LinkedIn is Rohit ROI so guys that's from Rohit alright and we signing out wishing you a fantastic day ahead okay go and kick ass out of your 24-7 alright guys Rohit thank you so much thank you so much truly appreciate it take care bye Thanks.